0: Welcome to Cars Yeah! Show number 534.
1: If you don't change, you're dead. I mean, that's really what's been happening my entire life. This is Cars Yeah! where you'll enjoy interviews with
0: inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah! I've got one in each of my vehicles. Get yours at GeniusChargers.com. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I am revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, David Bernardo. David, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? I sure am. Awesome. Great to have you here. David Bernardo is the CEO, Director of R&D, and Retro Futurist of Z-Electric Motors, based in San Diego, California, my old hometown. There they take classic VWs and insert electric motors, wrapping the future into the past. I like that line, too. The timeless character of a vintage VW Bug or Van can now be enjoyed in a new way using today's future-forward technology. You can bring David and his talented team your own Bug, a Van, a Porsche, or a Kia, and they'll Z-lectrify your air-cooled classic into a modern form of transportation. Or z electric will find a car to restore and convert for you, all by hand and to your specifications. David also spent 30 years as a creative director specializing in computer tech and graduated from art school in San Francisco before he set off with his wife on this very cool venture. I am so excited to have you here today. So, David, I told our listeners just a little bit about you. Would you take a brief moment, share a little bit more about your career, what you're doing, and, of course, your passion for
1: automobiles? Thanks, Mark. Well, you have it all covered. I don't know what you need me for.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I had a lot of fun on your website learning about what you're doing. I'll tell our listeners, I've seen your cars in person. Oh, man, this is so exciting. So tell us a little bit about what you're up to.
1: Yeah, it it is interesting because I really don't consider myself a car guy. Um, like so many of the other podcasts that I've listened to, uh, the, these are car people. I understand it, but I'm kind of new to the whole car scene. Cool. Uh, it just really started a few years ago. But the more time we spend in this, I, I look back on my life and I realize that oh, when I was like in the you know the third grade, I re- I repeatedly checked out this uh, you know, little AJ Foyt picture book. Um, and I just read that over and over again. I, I wanted to be a race car driver, yeah. but honestly, I hadn't thought about that for whatever fifty years. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, welcome back to the club.
1: <laughs> so all these things are coming back into play that I guess shaped my future, if you will, and uh, uh, put me in, in this conversation with you. But. Uh, I think it's because that we started this project with the v w Beatles that people just sort of woke, welcomed us with with open arms because we took right. a lovable icon, a lovable friend and um just you know made it better and made it even more fun if that's possible. I guess I didn't tell you anything about me, but uh <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry <laughs> that's okay,
0: maybe a little bit about you, and then I will get into some questions here.
1: You know, I did. I grew up in the San Francisco Bay Area. I wouldn't call myself a. Uh, I was going to say I wasn't going to call myself a, a car guy, but I am like a hot rodder. And I think it started with uh transforming bicycles and tricycles and wagons and and building them into to new contraptions that were fun for me. Some things that I hadn't seen before. Part of my childhood, my next door neighbor would every summer roll in a a, a new VW Beetle. And strip it all apart. And uh, in a few months, a a little myers Manx would roll out. (laughs) And I would just, I didn't think anything about it. I just hung out with him and and watched him tinker around and, you know, transform these cars, hand them tools and I think these were all just little seeds that were planted, you know, being planted for for what we're doing now.
0: I think so. It sounds like it. Well, very cool. I love it. We are going to have some fun today because these cars that you're building and supplying to people, they are about fun. I mean, that's your tagline in my word. It's uh, these cars are fun. So as we continue on your journey, I always like to start with a success quote. This is some kind of saying that's been instrumental in forming your life and your success. And it's a nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars, yeah? So, David, take the wheel.
1: Can I quote Yoda? <laughs> you
0: can quote anybody you'd like. I think you would be the I first mean... guy to quote Yoda, but go ahead.
1: What did he, he said something like, uh, do or do not. There is no try. And that's kind of the way I've just run my entire life, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I haven't really thought about it until you said, hey, let me interview you for my show but from an early age i just started taking things apart and putting them back together in different ways um in the mid 70s i uh, my father and i built uh, our own laminated skateboard decks i was the only skateboarder in my school i just thought it was that was it was just the most fun thing to do yeah so just went out and nobody said you couldn't do it i just uh, you know tried to do it and i did it and it worked and i built boards for friends and, you know, pretty, pretty much everything in my life has, has been like that. I got, I became an instant dad when I was 22 years old with my still, uh, with my, uh, current wife, <laughs> my current wife. Your current wife, she's in the background now, going, lo- hello, I- I'm right here. <laughs> now, a lot of people tell me that I, I should not do that. Um, but, uh, you know, I did it anyway. So, uh, we, I, I've never had a problem taking chances. I financed my way through art school and, um, just not really hope for the best. I really did the the very best I could. And, uh, you know, some things didn't work out, but it's kind of surprising how you just, how you rise to the occasion.
0: Kind of a Yoda twist on that Nike, just do it. (laughs) Just do it. Have an attitude that you can just do it. You just go out and do it. So that's yes, cool. I grew up on a skateboard. I wish I'd known you back then. I would have had you build me a skateboard. We used to make skateboards, but we made them out of wood. It was kind of sure. right on the verge when I was writing them of those uh where they would put some uh not fiber, well, fiberglass decks on the tops of them and the boards mm-hmm. had some flex to them, but the boards mm-hmm. I made in 7th uh, grade <laughs> wood shop were all out of laminated wood. So, my old wood shop teacher, CC C. Dixon, I still remember his name. So, <laughs> very cool. Well, let's talk a little bit about what instigated your passion for cars. You said that, you know, you kind of think of yourself as a later car guy, but it sounds like there was some seeds happening back then. But is there a moment whether it's later or earlier when you really realize that, you know what, I think I am a car
1: guy <laughs> You know, I, I I was just thinking about this today. I'm thinking about all this today. Really I don't <laughs> I, I don't think about this stuff all that much. But um probably started uh about 25 years ago with a bright orange vw microbus it was a 73 and bought it about 25 years ago don't have it anymore oh, don't reg- no. don't regret don't regret not having it <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah 73 cool but you know it was uh uh just sitting there in a parking lot it was you know like 1500 dollars and for uh, no reason whatsoever it just called out to me and said, "You know what, yeah, you need this, <laughs> <laughs> so we bought it and um probably had it for about ten years and you know the kids loved it, and my neighbors loved it and took people for rides and had gave lots of people you know flashback memories yeah. and um, we 've always had v w s uh mm-hmm. Growing up, my parents bought one to save money on gas. Sure, and um, that my neighbors had them, and uh, my neighbors with uh, additional neighbors than the Myers Manx uh, uh, neighbor. But uh, they just have always been part of my growing up, and and my wife as well.
0: Now they're a big part, <laughs> a big part. Isn't that funny? Again, how things come back around sometimes to uh, relive. And I think that's the success with VW, and you, you guys chose a perfect car, perfect mark because. They're fun. They're plentiful. It's not like trying to put an mm-hmm. electric motor in a three fifty six Porsche, which now they're all hundred thousand dollar plus cars.
1: Oh, you'd, you'd be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a f- I have a few of those guys whispering in my ear. You cool. Know, the ne- next time when that when that engine goes, and rather than spending another you know fifteen twenty grand on that uh-huh. again. Can we put an electric motor in there? Well, I
0: can't wait to see one of those because I love those cars too. Yeah. (laughs) Well, David, what I would love to do now is take a look at some of the roads you've driven down and talk about a huge challenge or even a big failure that you faced along the way in your career. But the most important part of this is how did you overcome that situation and what did it teach you so that you could move forward?
1: You know what? I think it happens to me probably about every five, six, seven years. There's some just major shift in my life that we have to have to overcome. You know, when I I got I got together with the uh, you know the the love of my wife, the lady that I've been with for, you know, the last um I, I should know the exact number, but Yeah, you know, you're on 30... the hook here. <laughs> uh and maybe she doesn't want me to say, but you know, it's uh Oh, that's a safe
0: way to, to you
1: know. <laughs> you have
0: to do what I do. I printed on the uh, inside of my wedding ring so I could just have to go 1984.
1: There we go. Well, right there. I don't, I'm not wearing any. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay.
0: Well, let's just say you've been married a but, long uh, time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I would say I, it would be coming would be becoming uh, an instant dad, but there is always because when I got together with her, she was my boss <laughs> uh in a in an ad agency uh-huh. and um so there that was a scandal right there, and uh she's a little bit older than I am, so these things just aren't supposed to happen but uh you know i'm I'm able to see pretty far down the road and I thought. I thought that's a road I'd, I'd like to head down. So sure. I just dove in and made it work. And I'm not saying like I'm hoping for the best, but uh, I'm pretty relentless when I see something that I want. Uh, I, I just figure out how to make it work, whatever sure. it is. And I've been told by many people to who have uh, done, who tried to do what we're now doing successfully to you know, abandon the project really because they tried it and it didn't work for them. Mm -hmm. So you should not try it either. Yeah. And I love that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's a challenge in your eyes.
1: Yeah. But uh, we, we uh, pushed through that and, uh, you know, I have two adult children now and they're, they're wonderful. And I've been together with, with my wife for forever. We've always been, we've been business partners. Uh, We've just been you know, partners 50-50 straight down the road for, you know, for, for a few decades now. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Very cool. So I I take it then your attitude on life is uh, take the bull by the horns, figure out a way to make it work and just uh, do it, as Yoda says, in a backwards way.
1: <laughs> Definitely. I mean, at least if, if and if it doesn't work, well, then, you know, that that was not meant to be. But nine times out of ten, you can figure out how to make it work if you really want it. If, it, if it's not going to work, you just don't want it.
0: Yeah, sometimes you got to stop digging that hole. But uh, it just takes time and effort, persistence, perseverance. That's what entrepreneurship is all about. Let's shift gears and go to an uh, I like to call it an aha moment in your career. It's one of those times when the headlights kind of come on and illuminate your way for this new direction or a new concept, new idea. In the case of what you're doing with these electric cars you're building, that could have been it. But tell us the steps you took to turn that aha moment into a success
1: well like i said we've we've had these wonderful vws for the last few decades i guess it was about 10 10 or so years ago we were in uh we lived out on the east coast in south carolina for about eight years and i gotta tell you i i i just that place just made me miss california so much <laughs> um and it was weird the, it was kind of a weird thing where not what you would expect the people and the environment all that was great mm-hmm. what there wasn't there at the beach there was there were no curvy roads there were no vista points there was no waves crashing on on the cliffs
0: right <laughs> sure. there's no
1: cliffs there it's just all beautiful flat roads and uh, beautiful flat beaches and um it's just it's way too for, boring for you not for a california boy i, I guess <laughs> um but anyway we had our uh 21 window vw microbus the classic uh red and white uh samba microbus and um, it was the only one there i never saw another one while we we're in south carolina because they had all rested away at some point sure but we brought ours out from california and um Uh, I read a story about uh, uh, VW had their uh, electronics research lab uh, out in Palo Alto, and they uh, had started uh, a project called the Chameleon Project, and they took... My bus, our family's, you know, nineteen sixty-five. Uh, well, theirs was a sixty-four. Looked the same, but it was our bus. Uh, it was completely electric. It had surfboards on the top with solar panels.
0: Um, <laughs> cool. It
1: had a, uh, you know, but they kept it looking completely stock on right. the outside. But when you looked at the uh, the speedometer pod, there was a touch screen in it. And at that time, I mean, I don't even know if. It, you know, Apple was just coming out with, with their touch screen. So right. it was very futuristic. And I thought, well, we already have kind of the most expensive part, right? Right. <laughs> uh, how hard could it be to make it electric? You know, um, so I started looking into it and uh, it was very hard. It's complicated. It's mysterious. It's very expensive. Mm-hmm. And there were just a few people in the country doing it and uh I, I i talked to somebody in Florida about doing it, and he was converting Porsches at the time but um it was it was just too mysterious and uh too expensive to to go down that road so put that idea on on the on the back burner but i I sure wanted to do it uh, and then a few years go by, and about four years ago we moved back to San Diego and started seeing all these wonderful bugs and buses and gears and v w things and Porsches. And so I looked into it again. And there's a company right here in San Diego that's building electric race cars, uh, EV West in San Marcos. And I talked to them and uh, told them what my idea was. And we figured out a way over a period of about nine, 10 months to make a Beetle electric, make it uh, powerful and uh, get about a hundred mile range out of it. It has just kind of taken off since then um, i don't think we'd be sitting here today talking if we had started out with a little you know spitfire or a little dots or some other 60s era car which mm-hmm. i've always loved would physically work you know a car that would would physically work would be small lightweight collectible uh if we started with one of those i i don't think it would have would have captured everybody's attention but the beetle um which is you know the kind of the lowliest of low collector cars. The love
0: bug, <laughs> but we
1: everybody loves them. Yeah, you know. So it was uh, it was a personal project, and uh, um, it it is just uh, grown from there.
0: Absolutely. Well, let's talk about your proudest career moment. I would assume you've had many over the years, but is there one <laughs> in particular that stands out for you, or a moment that just stands out that you kind of go, "All right, that was cool."
1: Well, if if you watched any of the videos that we have on YouTube, I mean, this—I don't know if this just seems corny, but we've had people like Bruce Myers uh, uh, behind the wheel of our, of our cars, and uh, this guy has been, you know, behind the wheel of a VW for, you know, for the last eighty years or so, <laughs> right? But uh, you put him behind the wheel, and he's just beaming, and uh, he really can't say much more than. You know, this is this is fun. That's what he set out to do back in the '60s to make right. these these cars were fun. And how do you make them funner? Well, you tear them all apart and uh, rebuild them. <laughs> yeah, and like um, the dune buggy, right? And uh, the, and I, I think he was just kind of surprised that uh, somebody could come along and. Um, revamp this cute little car that we all love and i mean i'm not we're not the first people to do it people have been doing making these cars electric since the 60s but they've been hidden away in in garages and um and mine might have been too but i started to document the our process on social media on twitter and facebook and that's kind of what i did in the later years of my, uh, uh, graphic design advertising life, we, we, uh, went from print marketing to, uh, web marketing to Twitter marketing. You know? yeah, I mean. yeah, And so we documented everything and the, rece- the reception to the idea was, was great. Uh, people seemed legitimately interested and, um, just wanted more and more and more. So it, um, I don't know if I answered your no. I think you did. I tell you that the the big it's it's the response, and we continue to get the you know the same response. We have a we have a a couple in Del Mar who uh, in 1965 had bought a brand new uh, VW. Mm -hmm. They still have the VW. They can't part with it. They put 700 thousand miles on it for for the last uh, 14 years. It's been on the hillside in Del Mar, getting eaten away by the salt air. They found out what we do. We met. We're going to completely restore the car, rebuild it. We'll spend about a year doing it, and then we'll make it electric. They'll have their baby back, <laughs> and, and they're just delighted. Yeah, So yeah. Um, Well,
0: I think the timing is great with technology, electric cars. The car industry is massively changing right now, and acceptance to that with the technology where it's come allows longer transit times. So 100-mile Distance and a little VW. It's electric. You can plug in. Yeah, absolutely ideal. Let's have a little bit of fun and talk about your first really special car. And I'd love for you to share a memory you have of that vehicle.
1: Well, I was really going to go back to that VW bus. I mean, it's because uh it was the first car that I went out. And saw it and had to have it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, other cars that I've owned, my, my first vehicle that I that I built with my best friend across the street was my dad's 1961 GMC short bed pickup. You know that was a cool car, but it was given to me. I, I had a few other cars that just kind of we needed, so we went out and bought a got the car, the Toyota Camry, and and more utilitarian vehicles. Mm-hmm. But that orange vw bus that there is no reason to have that vehicle other than <laughs> i can't resist yeah you know uh, yeah so it, it spoke to me and um and then the the rest is uh history history
0: <laughs> as they say well how about a car that you let go would would we go back to the bus again here that no no i was or so is there something else <laughs> that you let go that you just went oh man i wish i had that still
1: no i was okay with letting that one go uh-huh. <laughs> But uh, my my wife, who is also is not going to consider her a, a car person, her little Datsun Fair Lady that that she had in the seventies, oh, we'd yeah. like she'd like to get that car back. So I'm going to take that's the car uh, we'd like I'd like to get back and uh, make it electric, and we'll make an exception to the VW rule with with that car. Uh-huh. If we can find a good one, we'll go ahead and make that electric. So oh, I'd like to, like to cool. get that one back. Very cool.
0: My neighbor across the street where I grew up down there in Southern California had one, and he had it for sale about the time I was about to turn 16. I really wanted it, but it had a lot of issues. And my yes. dad said, well, do you want a car that you can drive every day or a car you're going to be working on every day like he is? And <laughs> so I opted for a Ghia. Ooh, That was my wow. poor man's Porsche. It was a great car. But the fair lady ended up going off to somebody needing a new engine. So dad was right. I'm glad I dodged that bullet. But they're pretty low cars. <laughs> That'll be fun. I can't wait to see that. Now let's talk a little bit about some of your current projects there that you guys are working on. You alluded to me a Carmen Ghia's in the future, maybe a three fifty six Porsches in the future. What are you guys working on right now that really has you excited and fired up?
1: Yeah, we really like to stick with the air cooled classic cars. You know, to to do this right, to 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 find the right balance of new electric and batteries um, with with a classic desirable car. We We have more business than we can handle just sticking with these uh, air-cooled classics from from Volkswagen. Mm -hmm. Porsche is, um, we're not going to go out and source one, but we have a beautiful 73 911 Target in the shop now. And we're just about to start this. We'll put a bigger motor in it, more horsepower. It'll be a proper sports car. We're going to try to get more like 125-mile range out of it. Oh, wow. Uh, but we need to. Every car needs to 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 be improved, you know, from what it was originally. The improvements in performance and dependability are important. So we're just about to start that one, but uh, we have another project that I'm excited about. We're working with Jonathan Ward uh, over at Icon, Icon. for
0: Jonathan was like my yes. eighth guest here on Cars. Yeah,
1: that uh, that might this might kind of go in my proudest uh, moment category too, because. We just struck up a very quick friendship between uh, he and my wife and myself. Um, we just we have a lot of the same uh, sensibilities, a lot of the same design sensibilities. Mm-hmm. You know what what he's doing there, taking a, a design that he's passionate about, keeping all the stock wonderfulness of, of the design, but changing the performance on the inside is you know of course uh, right up right up our alley so we've we've become quick friends and uh he's been wanting to do a project with us for some time he found a a client who wanted a vw thing and just (laughs) wants to go nuts with it so uh we're 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 putting a ginorm physically it's um, about the same size motor but the horsepower is about five times the original horsepower it'll be about uh
0: uh, 210
1: oh, wow. uh, horse in this Volkswagen thing. It's it's a pricey uh, AMR racing motor that's uh, oil and water cooled. It'll it'll run at a higher voltage, around 400 volts, um, which is a little bit higher than what production cars are running at and higher than what our cars are running at. Our cars are running at about 120 volts. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll have more torque and more batteries. And it's just going to be designed to light up the wheels and it will <laughs> cool. be the dirtiest green car ever. <laughs> uh, Cause it's going to smoke. Towers <laughs> well, <cars> will smoke. <laughs> yeah. I
0: think you've connected with the right guy. You know, uh, Jonathan is amazing with what he does and his perfectionism with, The builds and the quality and what you guys do is wonderful marriage. So cannot wait to see that. Very, very cool. Well, here's a very introspective question for you, David. If you were a car, (laughs) what kind
1: of car would you be and why? Well, let me check my notes. (laughs) Oh, I left that one blank. Gosh Uh-oh. Darn it. Yeah, I don't want to say a VW. <laughs>
0: well, you know, the idea behind this question is if if you were manifested into a vehicle, it's not what you want to be. It's how you perceive yourself.
1: I, I think I didn't answer that question because they didn't like it.
0: Because I don't have, any, I don't have a, an answer for it. Now, I'm not going to let you off
1: the hook I, here. Because gonna, I have never, ever thought about 533 it.
0: 533 people, you would have been the only one not to answer that question. So... I told you, I,
1: I'm not a car guy.
0: <laughs> well, let's think about this a little bit because, you know, you're a it's designer. A very good,
1: it's a very good question.
0: Well, though. it's it's a unique question, and it was uh, actually suggested to me by a past guest who's an artist, Harold Kleeworth, mm-hmm. who's a painter. And so he's a, the one you can blame, a fellow artist you can blame for this, but it really has to do with how you think of yourself. So if you think of yourself as somebody – simple then you're going to be a simple car if you think of yourself as a fast-paced guy you might be a race car if you think of yourself as a creative person you might be a car that's very creative in some sense in its design sense or its engineering so have i have i spurred any thoughts there for you
1: <laughs> well in the back of my mind i just uh even though i've never driven this car uh, i would i would say the, the the 60s porsche 356 ah cool where the design of the car is how should I say this? Um, the, the design of that car isn't to persuade you to say, "Ooh, look at me." Uh, the design comes out of the, the you know, the the, the, the function right. of the vehicle, and I really love that simplicity. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think what has you know made electric cars not that interesting to people, other than well, this is probably. I'm going to go. I'm going. I don't want to go off on a tangent, but. <laughs>
0: I think I know exactly what you mean. Being a designer, form follows function—that famous quote, of course—and that's what the German cars are always have always been about. Many of them, that's, and the Porsche. That's
1: very true. And think about this Beetle that has stuck around that for so long that we all love, and that was a very utilitarian oh, design. Oh yeah. Yep. You know, I mean, they created all those arcs to uh, to, to to save space and use less material. And it was never designed to last for 60, 70 years or however no, long it's no. been around. But I think there must be something built into that car's DNA mm-hmm. and in and our DNA that just uh, <laughs> demands that it sticks around. Yeah. So
0: there you go. See, I got you to answer that. All right. All right. <laughs> That's my job as a uh, a host here. I got to pull things out of some people. So. I knew I would get an answer from you, especially being that you're a designer guy and a creative guy. So thank you for sticking with me on that one. (laughs) So, David, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah! sponsors. Hey, Cars Yeah! listeners, I have a question. What's the best way to protect your vehicle, both the exterior and the interior? It's with a car cover. I've been using Covercraft car covers since 1975. It's the fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. Covercraft is the world's largest manufacturer of custom-patterned vehicle covers, and they are crafted to fit like a custom suit, with over 80,000 patterns available. And they're made in the USA. But Covercraft is much more than car covers. Their vehicle protection system protects your cars, motorcycles, watercrafts, and RVs, exteriors from the elements, and the interiors from the wear and tear of daily life. Car covers, front-end masks, dash covers, seat covers, floor mats, and much, much more. Covercraft offers you a full array of custom accessories made specifically for and styled to complement and protect your special vehicle. Covercraft is the right choice. I use them on all my vehicles, and your special vehicles will love them, too. Learn more today at Covercraft.com. And you can get free shipping when you use the code at checkout, CARSYEAH. Or you can view his website at www.chrisvkimble.com. Make sure your investments are running on all eight cylinders, or 12, or 16. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member, Finra All All right, David, we are back and we're entering the last lap. And I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So you Ready? Okay. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received?
1: Uh, I don't know if you remember Wavy Gravy from the uh, from the '60s. <laughs> uh, he said we've ha- we ha- have had our kids attend his uh, circus camp in uh, Northern California. Okay. And one of the things that that uh, that he said that uh, I think applies to pretty much everything is if you don't change, you're dead. And, uh, our, my entire life is, it's had a significant change about every, seems to be about every seven or eight years.
0: Uh You're the first with a wavy gravy answer. So I like that. How about a, (laughs) (laughs) how about a personal habit? Is there a personal habit that you can think of that has been, uh, contributing to your
1: success over the years? Maybe. I mean, I, I take time out every morning and, um, have a meditation process that Uh I, that I go through and just take time out, and I try to do that every single morning, except when I have to get up at 4 a.m. for a car show. <laughs> but it's just ha- having that, having that constantly, having that constant in the beginning of every day, right? Uh, reflecting on on your place in the universe rather than uh, all those other things.
0: Jumping right on emails, yeah, you know, it's a great practice. I, <laughs> I think uh, I need to learn a little bit of that uh, from you. I would love to get that discipline in my life. Now, how about a resource? Is there one resource in general or that you can think of that you really enjoy that you get? Maybe this is a blog or a website you go to a lot? Or
1: Okay. Honestly, Jason Torchensky with Jalopnik. Jalopnik, yep. I just, I love reading everything that he writes. I love all of his quirky videos. And um, he's just breathes, his enthusiasm just. Uh, you know, exudes off the off the screen. It's all on the screen. But uh, he's so very passionate about everything that uh, that that he comments on. It's just it's, again, it's fun.
0: Great. Well, I had uh, Matt Hardigree, who's the editor in chief of Jalopnik on the show. I love their website. They do a great job. So uh, that's a great resource. Now, how about a book? Is there a book that you've read?
1: this is a weird one, but it's the Planet of the Apes. Uh, I know you've seen the original movie, yep. but if you've seen the original movie and you like that movie, you need to watch, I mean, you need to read this book. It's it's pretty awesome. Planet? You're
0: the first <laughs> to recommend
1: Planet of the Apes. I like that. I bet. My <laughs> wife is going to give me a hard time for that. She's the reader. She reads enough for both of us. There
0: you so. go. There you go. As long as she sh- she shares. So, well, listeners, you can find links to all these great resources on David's show notes page at com slash David Bernardo. David's last name is B-E-N-A-R-D-O. And if you uh really like reading books like Planet of the Apes, you can
1: go to <laughs> oh my God.
0: the Cars yeah! website where there's guest recommended books for this book and all the other past 534 guests are listed with quick, easy clicks to buy. All right, David, we are up to the checkered flag, and this last question can be a real doozy.
1: What? A doozy? A doozy. I thought we already did the doozies.
0: No, no, this is the real doozy. <laughs> if you could have only one collector car in your garage, but don't worry about the price. I'll buy you whatever car you'd like today. What would that one vehicle be, and more importantly, why?
1: Well, as of today, let's just go with that 356. Ooh, okay. Because, because of the design, but now I've never driven that car. Oh. I've never driven it. I've I've driven in the car. I've never been a passenger in the car. But uh, as of today, that's the one.
0: Well, if you've driven a Volkswagen bug, you've driven a 356. <laughs> so, you know, there might be a few of those 356 fans out there raising their eyebrows right now. But I've driven both. Uh, they're pretty much the same. So let's maybe narrow this down if we can. So there's lots of 356. There's pre-As. There's A's, B's. As you get later, there's the... Of course, iconic
1: speedster. Well, see, I'm sorry. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm not. I'm very clued into all the little subtle details of all the Beetles and the, the sizes of the lights and the location and all that stuff. Okay. And you know the engine displacement and everything. But I, I, I've approached this strictly from a design standpoint with the Beetle and everything that we do.
0: Well, I'm going to help you pick this. I think what I'm going to do is get you a 356A. I'm going to get, what year were you born, David?
1: 63.
0: Oh, 63. So that would be more of a C, a later car. Mm -hmm. Oh, maybe we do a little later car and get you a C, something the year you were born. Those are the end of the era. They made them up to 64, 65. So uh, yeah, they all kind of, you know, there's some similarities there. So I think I'll find you one of those. How's that sound? It has to be a coupe. Perfect. I'll get you a coupe. (laughs) So we'll get you a C coupe. I think that'll be great. You'll have fun with that car. And I think you'll have a big smile on your face the whole time, even if you electrify it. So, uh, (laughs) which is going to be the way to go. Oh, we'll,
1: we'll make it electric. We'll put a bigger motor in there than we put in the Beatles. And, uh, it'll, it'll be quick and get me into some trouble.
0: Ah, yeah. I'm sure it will. (laughs) David, you've taken me on an awesome ride today. I've really enjoyed talking with you. I want to thank you for sharing your electrified journey with the car show listeners. So much fun. Could you give us one parting piece of guidance before you drive off down the coast highway towards the Sunset Cliffs there in that 356 Porsche Electrified?
1: Oh, I guess that's what I was going to use great wavy gravy for. <laughs> that's okay. We can go back to wavy gravy. If you don't change, you're dead. I yes. mean, that's really the, the what's been happening my entire life and it's it's, you know, it that's what's happening in with these uh, electric cars right now and I yep. think if we don't I'm not saying we all have to change, but We certainly should be able to embrace new smart ideas. And when it comes to uh, performance and dependability in a vehicle, oh, my God, that's just – if if you can get this little Beetle to go 100 miles an hour and have it keep that big grin on your face, I mean, how awesome is that? How
0: awesome is that? Definitely. And what's the best way for our listeners to learn more about what
1: you're doing? We have a pretty extensive website with lots of information and videos and – better description i haven't given you any specs or anything on the car but it's all there that's okay
0: they can go and check out the (laughs) site what's the name of your website
1: it's zelectricmotors.com so that's like electric motors but with a z in front
0: zelectricmotors.com i would encourage you listeners to check this website out check out what david and his wife are doing and the team he has there i mean i'm excited this is really really cool i can't wait to find a gear and have you build me one so I can bring back my youth with that Karmagia, but with today's technology and go a little faster, which I always wanted to do in that Gia. Probably better <laughs> I didn't do that at the age of 16 or 17 years old. So, but yes. uh very cool. Well, listeners, again, you can find links to everything we've talked about today on David's Cars. Yeah, show notes page. Just type David Bernardo in the search bar. That page will pop up with links to his site. Check it out. Have some fun. Watch the videos. Really is a blast. David, thanks again for being so generous today with your time and your expertise and for sharing your experiences with me and the listeners. Until we talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thank you, Mark. You're welcome. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride
1: here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up!